0: with doc naturally i'm your host doc it's a pleasure having you uh we're going to talk about a lot of things here i'm gonna keep it organic as possible i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna leave the sports talk to last a lot of people don't like sports especially some of you ladies no disrespect i know a lot of you ladies are also sports fans i'm not here to preach to you i'm not going to try to open your third eye I'm just going to talk about a bunch of subject matters that I found interesting that have happened over this last week. I'm here live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can look me up on your favorite search engine and get my information, my phone number where you can call in. We can debate. We can argue. We could even just have a pleasant conversation about a subject matter if you thought I was off base, if you have a product you like to sell, you promote, what have you. So I'm going to kick this bad boy off. And I'm on Instagram, like most people. I'm doing social media. And I see a lot of people try to make out uh, gay people to be some kind of heroes. I want to state this very clearly in perfect English, if I may. Gay people are not heroes. And I have no problem with homosexuals, transgender, Lesbians, bisexuals, anything of the sort. But your sexuality does not make you a hero. It just makes you a person who has a special kind of uh, taste in who you find physically attractive or lifestyle that you may lead. A hero takes a particular action. If you have not done anything heroic, you are no Hero I'm a heterosexual does not make me a hero. It just makes me a heterosexual We have to get past this bullshit. We have to stop calling people brave for no reason We have to stop saying that people are above other people just because they do certain things It's actually a bias Against heterosexuals to say because you're gay that you are a hero of some sort When you're not. Unless like I said. You've done something heroic. But I'm no homophobe. I'm for everybody living their life. And I'm for everybody living their life. As free as humanly possible. If you find out at a young age. That you had a. You know you happen to be of that persuasion. I hope that your transition. Out into this world. Was a smooth one. I hope that your family loved you. I hope that your friends remained your friends I hope that it did not affect you negatively in any shape form or fashion because I know one thing if I would have been gone born gay if I would have known that I felt trapped in a male body and I wanted to be female I would have told the world to go fuck itself and I would have done what I had to do trust me on that I would have did whatever it took I would have dropped out of my life, anybody that I would have had to drop out of my life to go about being free. Most important word to me in the entire English language is free. I do not believe in living restricted lifestyle because other people, because they're here today and they're gone tomorrow before you know it, those same people that back you will turn their backs on you. So that's just how it goes. We have Friday the 13th coming up, this Friday. And for all you scaredy cats and whiners and criers and people who are superstitious, I don't believe anything abnormal is going to happen. It's a date on the calendar. Fridays, we get 52 Fridays a year. If it's a special year and it's a leap year and it just happens to fall on Friday, you get 53. They happen every year of your entire life. They will happen after you're deceased. Fridays are Fridays. Some people get, that's their last work day of the week. Other people, they work on the weekends, so it's not as special. It's a great party night. You go out drinking, this, that, and the other. It's a great night for horror films because it's a business. Friday the 13th is a business. Like Valentine's, like a lot of other things that they put on our minds. It's no special thing. You're not going to have the boogeyman come get you because of this particular day. Everything that you did on Thursday and that you plan on doing on Saturday, you can continue to do on that Friday. So don't get shaken up by Friday the 13th. Don't let bullshit rule your world. Now, Peter uh, he he decides that he wants to come and get this black pastor to urge a moral call for unity against racism and poverty. And he's doing this to favor himself with African-American voters. I've said this and I have two other shows where I dealt with one was white people and the other one was black people. You can look them up, not very long segments. You can go to that section and just look it up. But for Peter Budacek to think that we all fall in lockstep. Because some black pastor speaks up. There is no black one black voice. Once again, I'm going to say this as clear as I can. We are not a mono people. We are a people of different values, different mindsets, different religions, different politics. A pastor to some black people is an automatic turnoff. So, To think that he could use this to garner votes from the black community is very foolish. And from what I see of this man, he's not a complete dummy, but this is a dumbass move. You know what? You speak to the masses if you speak to the masses of black people. You do not speak and try to use one voice. We do not all fall under the NAACP. We do not. We're not all Muslims. We're not all anything. Only thing that we all are as African American Black people in this world are human beings, that we are. Okay, so this dumbass fucker Trump, he decides that he tells his counsel tells him that he's not going to participate in the House Judiciary impeachment panel. He calls it unfair. This is the same man less than a week ago said, "You know what? Yeah, I'm going to show up. I'm going. You know, he every time that he says one thing." trust two or three days later he will go the opposite direction he has not stood his ground on any one thing other than that fucking wall since he took presidency if he said he's for something in two or three days he'll be against it and if he's against it he'll be for it trump is a uh, abomination on our country he's a blight on the society i mean he's such a he's such a character that even this Boris Johnson guy, who doesn't look too with it all to me, refused to hold public meetings with him because he thought that Trump would actually hurt him in his voting, his election bid over in England. So, you know, um, I don't know what we can do. I don't know. 2020 can't come fast enough. And I don't like the speed of life because life is precious and time is short. But I cannot wait for November 3rd, 4th, or 5th, 6th, whatever the fuck it's going to be in 2020, so that we as a people, we as a people, can tell this man to take a hike. And I am hoping that right minds prevail, and we as a nation that wants to have the right things done for the nation, for the betterment of the United States of America, all speak clearly, loudly, and vote him out of office in a landslide. Let's not even make this close, people. We got this president of a Louisiana Bible college, Cornelius Tilton. This is a 65-year-old man. He's back, coming back home from a flight from Israel to New Jersey. He allegedly, I have to say allegedly, because I was not there, and I do not know the circumstances 100%, and I don't like gossiping. We don't gossip here on Strange Talk with Doc. So this is an article in the paper that you can look up. I just want to give my take. He sexually assaults a 19-year-old male student by taking this male student's hand and I guess placing it in his crotch and then rubbing it against him in a sexual manner. This is a 65-year-old man who's a president of a Bible college. Cornelius Tilton, you are you should be ashamed of yourself you are coming back from a religious trip from israel hopefully to kind of cleanse yourself and do the right thing and you decide that you cannot control your loins enough that you have to grab a 19 year old boy's hand and put it in your lap that's disgusting you are disgusting and you know what I'm sorry for your family that you've had to embarrass them. I'm sorry that you had to uh, embarrass the college that you represent. You're just a shame and an abomination. You should hold on to your moral standards a little bit better than you're doing because it does not make sense what you've done. Oakland, California. The homeless situation there has gotten so bad that the people in Oakland have now started putting out these large logs in front of their businesses to defer these homeless encampments. Now, this has been going on for months now. San Francisco and Oakland, the homeless situation there is out of control. This is something that Trump talked about that he said he was going to be all on top of, that he was going to make sure that the funds were there, that something could be done. He talks about the economy over and over and over and over again And then while he talks about the economy, the people are starving. People are living in the streets by thousands nationwide. We are not doing the job that needs to be done to take care of these people. And I don't think that each and every one of these people are homeless because they don't have money or even have employment. Some of them are homeless because the rents are just so high they can no longer afford them. So they're now using these... uh, campers and things like that, vans and campers and they're just camping out in the street now we also know that there's a huge drug problem in America so you got this drug problem plus you have these people who don't have the money to afford the rents because as far as I know California, Oakland, San Francisco area, that Bay Area is some of the highest rents in the nation New York is up there we know Washington's up there, the major cities, but they take basically take the cake on this situation. We have a man, Evanders Jamelis. He's 30 years old. He's a Haines City, Florida. He was arrested because he left his son on the side of the road when he found gay porn on the boy's phone. He left them there with no food, no money, no water, no phone. He wasn't able to contact everybody. And on top of it, the police station happened to be closed at this particular time. Now, this is supposed to be blood of his blood, flesh of his flesh. He couldn't figure out a better way to work this situation out your boy comes you find out gay porn is on his phone his tablet his computer and what you do is you discard him like a piece of trash that shit makes no sense to me uh Jamelis, you're a 30 year old man you should be ashamed of yourself you're gonna have to deal with people in your community you're gonna have to deal with people that you work with you're gonna have to deal with your wife and her family and i appreciate the fact that the wife ran out there when she found out what he did she ran out to the police headquarters to pick up her boy because she said you know what no there might be another way we can work we can talk we can be family but the hate for no reason whatsoever towards your own child it makes no sense and this man like i said before he should be highly ashamed of himself and sometimes you just have to reevaluate if you felt that way one day but your own flesh and blood told you i happen to be that way you now need to sit down and reevaluate why do you hate these people what have they done to you and not in the whole because i hate this mono thing i hate this i hate this thing where we judge everybody from the actions of one one is one Be angry at the person that you're angry at, not the group that they come from. Every gay person has not done something to this man. And I'm not saying that even one gay person has done something to this man. But if somebody's done something to make him feel this way, or he read a book that made him feel this way, or some preacher told him he should feel this way, he needs to think for his own self. He needs to free his mind up and say, you know what? I need to catch a grip on my reality. Because I am a bad person. To abandon a child in any circumstance. There are no circumstances. where you abandon a child. Basically on the side of the road. Like a piece of garbage. You wouldn't do it to a fucking dog. But you would do it to your own child. And it makes no sense. I was watching a program this week. It's called Quiet Storm. It was on Showtime. The Ron Artest story. This is a well this is a show that you should definitely take a couple of minutes out of your day and watch. It's about an hour and a half. It lets you into a lot of the things about Ron Artest. And If you're a sports fan, this will be highly entertaining to you because there's things about Ron we probably forgot, brushed over, or you just do not know. I found him to be honest. I found him to be forthright. I found it to be, no nonsense it w- it didn't waste a lot of your time energy it just went boom 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 there wasn't a lot of people who spoke and i i really really enjoyed it and the people that spoke wasn't all pro ron there were people who were actually anti-ron so this was a good good watch i started the marvelous miss my yesterday season three kicked off on uh, amazon the very first episode was outstanding. I can't wait to get into future episodes today. I will be watching some of that today. Uh, there's not a lot of what you call network television. They're taking these hiatuses due to it being the holiday season. Some of them won't even be back until after Christmas, you know, like you're walking dead. I think the blacklist is still out there. 911 is now such a joke. The TV show 911 is such a joke that nobody on this show can die no matter how horrific the accident they get involved with and that actually plays on my intelligence a guy gets sucked into an airplane, propellers and doesn't even get injured, so this show doesn't even try to be it's like Disney meets Nickelodeon but it's calling itself 911, and that makes no fucking sense so human excrement George Zimmerman. he decides he wants to sue Trayvon Martin's family. I believe in some other people, maybe it was a documentary or a book or something like that that came out. and he wants to sue the family for a hundred million dollars. The man got away with murder. As far as I'm concerned, George Zimmerman got away with murder. He was a grown ass man. This was a boy. Not the most intimidating looking boy. Not the strongest looking boy. And he couldn't take an ass kicking or deliver an ass kicking. So he went to his weapon. I understand in certain circumstances you go to your weapon. But he went to to his weapon. He was found not guilty of this murder. And he can't even ride off into the fucking sunset. Take the victory. He has a second chance at life. His life wasn't derailed, but he has to continue to dig. I don't appreciate this man. And if there's a such thing as karma in this world, then one day George Zimmerman will pay a price that he wished he didn't have to pay. But it's going to be a hefty price. And he's going to wish that he had lived a clean life. Sometimes when you get away with some shit, man, you just kind of fade to black. You disappear, you do not stay out there. So, Fat Joe uh released his uh album. I haven't heard all the album, but I did listen to Lord Above featuring Eminem and Mary J. Blige. Joe was all right as he usually is, he's only all right to me. Uh, Eminem was on fire, and Mary J. Blige, uh, the over religious uh stuff I didn't like at all, okay. Now, what I don't understand about this is why did Eminem decide to revisit the Nick Cannon Mariah Carey feud from 115 years ago? Did he put it down? Yes, he put it down. But why go so far back in time as though he had a thorn in his side that he still needed to, to pick? So I'm not understanding. I, and maybe this song will wear on me more and more. I listen to it. I'm going to give it some some more listens and i'm definitely going to put in rotation in my uh, car when i drive so as it comes up maybe like i said it'll hit me harder i'm going to check out the rest of this album i believe the name of this album is family ties it's by fat joe i'm sure he has some other guest appearances on it he's claiming to retire rappers are like boxers they retire they come back they retire they come back they retire they come back If they feel like they're not getting enough limelight, you will see them again. And come to think of boxers, Anthony Ruiz is going to be fighting Joshua, uh, whatever the fuck this clown is, Uh, and uh, Ruiz is all big and fat, and he's fighting Joshua for the heavyweight championship again tonight. I'm not a real big fan of, of boxing anymore, and I'm a person who used to box. So isn't that crazy? But UFC is now taking my main attention away from uh, boxing. Unless it's a huge fight, I really am not interested in it, especially during football season. So I just wanted to put that out there for you, just in case you did forget that this fight was happening. Anthony Joshua is the other guy's name. It just dawned on me. And it's uh, Ruiz versus Joshua, part two. He knocked. Out Joshua the first fight Which was shocking to everybody But uh, like I said Louise came back into this fight Extra fat He's almost 285 pounds Which is highly ridiculous I don't know what his gas tank is going to look like But we'll see by tomorrow Won't we Our U.S. Border Patrol ICE and uh, Detainee Centers Got to do better They have to be more humane They have to be a lot more humane We've had at least six kids die since 2018, December 2018. We only talk of a year, and that should not happen on our watch. It's an embarrassment to the country. This actually videotape of the 16 year old Carlos Hernandez. He's withering in pain while he's inside a cell. He collapses on the floor and he stays there for several hours, and no other human being has the decency. To say that that is a young man. Let me go in there and at least attend to him. Let me go in there and see what kind of distress he's under. If he's bullshitting, if this is real, I mean, what's what? Maybe he needs some water. I don't know. But to ignore him, to look at him on film as less than a human being because he is an illegal of some sort is wrong. And that's not what this country is supposed to be about. And it's actually uh, sickening and it's sad. And you can't have that much hate in your heart that a boy or a girl being injured, hurt, or in distress, that you could ignore them because of the color of their skin or the status of their paperwork. We got to be better than that, people. We got to be better than that as a nation. We got to be better than that as individuals. There were two naval base shootings this year, and both naval bases I have been on and I have served on, Pensacola and Pearl Harbor. And uh, it's a sad situation. I never like to hear about any kind of shooting at naval bases. The one in Pensacola is much more troubling because it's a Saudi. Why we are training Saudis for any reason, I do not understand. These are the people who supposedly are behind 9-11 attacks. And the vetting system that we use is a piece of shit. I mean, this guy obviously hated the country. He wanted to cause damage. The people he was with did nothing to help anybody. Instead, they filmed this. They wanted to use this as, I guess, propaganda film. Now it turned on them because they all been arrested. But, I mean, what kind of vetting system are we using? So the New York Knicks coach, David Fitzdale, was finally fired. He was in his second year on the job. His record is 21 people and 83. The Knicks are on an eight-game losing streak. I like Fitzdale. I always thought he was a little bit overhyped. He came to New York. He took Dolan's money. And when you take Dolan's money, the chance that you take that payday to direct your career are very great. That's why the higher echelon coaches do not want to coach the Knicks. It's a losing proposition. So you get guys who are only willing to sell their soul for that 20, 25 million and say, fuck the rest of my career. It's basically over because if you put 21 wins and 83 losses on any coach out there's career record, it is going to demolish their record, no matter how outstanding it is. 63 extra losses, even on Popovich record, would not look good at this particular point in time. I like to talk about some NBA, but when I talk about it, I only talk about the games of the week, and these are only teams that are doing well. I won't even talk about my Spurs because they are no longer eligible to be involved with games of the week until they do better. So, We have no games of the week today, but tomorrow we got the Raptors up playing the 76ers. That's Sunday. If you're not into football, this is a great game. Some good young ball players. I kind of like the 76ers at home against the Raptors. There's no good games Monday. Tuesday, we do have the Nuggets playing the 76ers again. I kind of like the 76ers at home again. Wednesday, we got the Clippers versus the Raptors. If Kawhi Leonard is playing against Toronto, i got to go with the Clippers. Thursday, for the third time, the 76ers have made the list, and they're playing the Celtics. This is a battle for maybe supremacy in the East, underneath the Bucs in Miami. So each one of these games count a lot. I do not really know what kind of 76ers team comes out there with Embiid and Simmons. But the Celtics have got the whole home court. So I'm going to go with the Celtics. And then Friday, we got the Lakers are playing the Heat in Miami. The Heat are one of the most surprising teams in the NBA. Uh, Butler and those boys are out there balling. But the Lakers are being outstanding. So I got the Lakers actually going into Miami. LeBron's old hometown, home turf. And I have him taking that game. Now, the UFC has got a card tonight. It's a freebie, people. It's on ESPN. The prelims on ESPN, and the main event is on ESPN. Well, one of the fights is going to be Stefan Screw is fighting Ben Rockwell. Two big guys. Stephen Screw is like 922 feet tall. And you also have Alistair Overeem fighting Rosenstruck. Uh, I guarantee you out of these two fights, especially the Overeen and Rosenstruck fight, I'm not expecting that to really even go past the second round. So with some heavyweights, I'm looking for some knockouts. So hopefully this is a good card. Like I said, it's a free card on ESPN today. So enjoy that if that's your type of thing. The U.S. Army football team had to remove their slogan. Now, whoever did this betting is a real dodo bird. They use the slogan GFBD, and it stands for God Forgives and Brothers Don't, which happens to be the Aryan Brotherhood of Texas and racist motorcycle gang slogan. How do you say that you vet? And it also came with a skull and crossbone. Do you have something like this go on and have no clue that this slogan and all you had to do was anybody could have put this slogan in on Google or Yahoo. And the God forgives brothers don't with the Aryan nation would have popped up. But yet and still, the military academy of the United States Army claims that they vetted this slogan. So now they have to remove it from all merchandises. They have to stop carrying the flags. Some of these knuckleheads went out and got this tattoo, not even knowing what it stands for. So do a little due diligence before you claim a motto. Do a little due diligence before you claim a mantra. Don't just take something because it sounds slick and it sounds cool and you don't even know the history or the, the background story behind it. It doesn't take long. The San Francisco 49ers had to suspend their broadcaster, Tim Ryan, this week. He made some uh, remarks about Lamar Jackson, who happens to be the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. He said, and I'm going to quote here, Jackson, when you consider his dark skin and and a dark football and dark uniform, you cannot see that thing. I mean, you literally cannot see when he's in and out of the mesh point. And if you're half a step on him in terms of your vision, forget about it. He's out of the gate. Okay, Ryan, if you are out of place, if you are out of line, Lamar Jackson is going to clown you. He's going to break your ankles. But don't ever mention dark skin. I don't know Tim Ryan from a hole in the wall. And I'm not going to call a man a racist. I'm going to say that what he said was idiotic It was something that was really fucking stupid To come out of his mouth And it meant it was in his mind And I hate right now that there are a lot of people Apologizing for him in the media And the reason they're apologizing for him in the media is Because he is one of their brothers He's in the same fraternity they are And they know that at the slip of a the lip They could say the same type of shit but you do not refer to a man's color when it comes to sports. There was so many other ways that he could word this. I don't know his education level, and I don't know how long he's been on the job doing this, but I do know that he made a faux pas, and this was a bad one. Uh, It seemed like the guys on the San Francisco 49ers like him, and they don't think that this is uh, indicative of anything that he really feels like uh, he feels like, this is something that he's being malicious. So I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt. I'm just gonna call it stupid and not flat out race, but it, it does not make sense. I've been watching sports for forty some odd years, and very rarely, if ever, does an announcer touch on the fact of a man's color. We do not judge Luka Donich, oh, Well, that's a hell of a white basketball player. No, he's a hell of a basketball player. Dirk Nowinski was a basketball player. Larry Bird is a basketball player. We don't have to put race into every fucking thing. We really don't. And when we do, it cheapens us. It makes us seem like shit. I mean, we got to be better than that. So I'm going to talk about some football. I'm going to let you go, people. I'm going to let you go. My Dallas Cowboys totally embarrassed themselves once again back-to-back on a Thursday against the Chicago Bears. And that's all I want to say about that. I'm sick to my stomach right now about how Dallas played their oomph. I'm sick that uh, Garrett is still there. So we got Sunday's game, which is tomorrow. Carolina's going into Atlanta. That's a division rivalry. I don't like the way Carolina's been playing. They just let go of their head coach. Ron is out of there. Ron Rivera, he's out. I don't know if that's going to motivate them to play harder, but I'm taking Atlanta at home against Carolina. We got the Ravens playing the Bills in Buffalo. I don't see this being the week that the Ravens actually drop a game. I think that you should drop a game between now and the playoffs. I mean, it's going to be tough to go into the playoffs on like a 12-13 game winning streak, but I think that the Ravens have enough to beat Buffalo at home, especially with their defense. They should be able to lock Allen down. The Battle of Ohio. We got the Bengals are playing the Browns in Cleveland. I think the Cleveland Browns, with all that turmoil that they have, are still a better team than Cincinnati, so I have them winning. Those dudes in Washington are going to Green Bay to play Rodgers and those guys, so I'm taking to the Packers to win this game we got the Lions are heading into Minnesota to play the Vikings I gotta go with the Vikings the Vikings need this game big time we cannot afford to lose to Detroit at this time when they're making a playoff push we got the 49ers are going into New Orleans to play the Saints this should be an outstanding game but I got the Saints winning at home breezing them Even though that 49ers defense is tough, I just like the fact that uh, the Saints are home. You got the Jets playing the Dolphins. The Dolphins are heading into New Jersey to play the Jets. I like the Miami Dolphins in this game. Fitzpatrick uh, can lead an offense, and I think Miami has seemed to have turned some kind of corner. The Jets are just stumble-bums as usual, an embarrassment on the city of New York like they always are. Indianapolis Colts are going into Tampa Bay to play uh, the Bucs. I think the Colts are a better team, but for some reason, something in my gut tells me to take Tampa on this game. Broncos are going into Houston to play the Texans. Texans should wally mop them. Uh, I just think the Texans with Watson and Fuller uh, and Hopkins are so much more better team. Denver only has a defense a game that nobody's going to give a fuck about unless you're from one of these cities. The Chargers are going into Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. If I have to pick because it's on the schedule, I guess that means I do. I'll take the Chargers to win a road game in Jacksonville. The Titans are playing the Raiders. The Raiders have got to be, I mean, they were playing good football for quite a while. So I have to believe that they have something in the tank. So I'm taking the Raiders at home to beat the Titans. Good game. Kansas City Chiefs are going into New England to pay the the Patriots. Sorry. Patriots have been looking lackadaisical lately, maybe because they had their mind focused somewhere else. I'm hoping that New England turns this around and they actually win at home against the Chiefs. Pittsburgh is going into Arizona to play the Cardinals. Uh, I think I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has been playing tough. They've just been playing tough. Not lights out. I mean, they heard Juju hasn't been playing. Connor hasn't been playing. But they seem to be gutting games out. So I'm going to actually take Pittsburgh Steelers to win this. The Seattle Seahawks in the Sunday night game of the week are going into LA to play the Rams. I do not like the Rams. I do not like how the Rams offense has been looking lately. So I'm going to go with Seattle Seahawks in this month. And Monday night football game is the New York Giants are going into Philadelphia to play the Eagles. As much as this, oh, and with New York Giants back with Eli Manning at the helm, people. Oh, fragile. As soon as you come near me, I'm going to go to the ground. Eli Manning. So in that manner, I have to take the Eagles to win this game, especially since this game would actually push them into a tie or first place in the division. Giants are playing for nothing. The Eagles are playing for their lives. So I got to go with the team that's at home playing for their lives. So I just want to say this has been Doc, and this is Strange Talk with Doc. I appreciate you call, uh, listening in. I appreciate you downloading the show. I hope to hear from you. You could hit me up on Instagram, Facebook. Email me. Just look me up on your favorite search engine. Like I said, I'm here every Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time people peace to you and peace to yours.